BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This happened to my father when I was a young girl in the early or mid-90s. My dad was in pretty good shape, about 5'10", and in his mid-40s. He had a fairly high-up government job that frequently took him to Mexico. This particular trip had him working in Mexico City. One night, he and a co-worker went out to dinner in a kind of touristy area. I think it was called Zona Rosa. They went to a few bars after dinner, enjoying the city, and then decided to take a taxi back to their hotel. So, they were in the taxi when it stopped at a red light. There was also a police car waiting in line right behind them. Suddenly, two men from the street ran up to their taxi, and the driver let them in. They attacked my dad and his friend and demanded their money and jewelry. Now, my dad was pretty strong, so when he started kicking the man, it probably did some damage. That's when the man started stabbing him with the rusty screwdrivers they had for weapons. His pants were tattered and bloody from all the stab wounds. Meanwhile, the police behind them, who have a clear view of what is happening, do absolutely nothing. The taxi speeds off with everyone still inside. The attackers take both of their wallets, watches, and wedding rings. Now the men are angry because there isn't much cash. They drive around the city, hitting my dad and his co-worker over and over while demanding the pin numbers for their credit cards. My dad's co-worker, who spoke Spanish, kept trying to tell them that they didn't have pin numbers, but this just made them angrier. They had no idea what these men had planned for them as they drove them around and around the city. Finally, they stopped in an unfamiliar area next to an 18-wheeler. The men dragged my father and his friend out of the taxi and told them to crawl all the way underneath the truck. Then both men jumped back in the taxi and finally sped away, leaving my dad and his friend stranded in a sketchy part of town with no money. Eventually, they got yet another taxi and went back to the hotel. 
My dad immediately packed his things and took the next flight home. I remember him sitting at our kitchen table, looking so pale and disheveled. I'd never seen him like that before. His wounds weren't too serious, but he needed a tetanus shot and ended up going to counseling. Despite what happened, my dad didn't let this experience scare him away from going back to Mexico City. He was very brave and continued to travel there for work until his retirement. He always said this could have happened to anyone in any city, but it's still one of those scariest things that has happened to my family. This is one of my favorite subreddits, but I have noticed that most of the stories written here happened in the USA. Here's a little taste of the horrors we lived through south of the border in Mexico. This happened to a friend of my mother's relatives, a family of four, Arturo the dad, Maria the mom, Eduardo the son, and Ana the daughter, who happened to be extremely beautiful. They live in Mexico City, but they went to spend a long weekend to Acapulco, a vacation spot that, frankly, has seen better days, as it was overshadowed by Cancun in the 80s. Acapulco had recently been the focus of gang-related warfare, since homegrown gangs refused to cede territory to the powerful Sinaloa cartel. This inconvenience, however, did not completely stop the flow of tourists to the once gorgeous, now decadent port, and did not stop Arturo and his family, something that they would later regret enormously. The family was dining in a restaurant next to the sea, enjoying the delicious seafood, when the waiter, clearly nervous, came to the table with a bottle of expensive champagne and a note. This is from those gentlemen over there, he said, pointing at a table where sat four men that you could just tell at first glance were narcos, wearing gold chains, rings and the like, and drinking Johnny Walker Blue Label. Arturo unfolded the note and read, This is for you to have a toast with your daughter, as this is the last night you will ever see her. Arturo got up, left 1,000 pesos on the table for the meal, and they went straight back to the hotel, where in terror, they made their bags and prepared to leave immediately. Along the way to Mexico City, there are several desolate stretches where all you can see is desert and perhaps some little houses and a gas station. Arturo stopped the car at one of the gas stations to fill up. As he was filling up, two cars suddenly pulled into the gas station, one parking in front and one behind the family's car. They had been followed. Several men exited the vehicles and pointed their AR-15s at the family. They came to honor their word. They came for honor. According to Arturo, there are few worse feelings than being powerless as you watch your daughter screaming and kicking, being dragged into a car, which then speeds away over the horizon, never to be seen again. This is only one of my many stories that have happened to me or my known ones, and I would be happy to share more if people are interested. Unfortunately, most of these incidents go unreported since the fear of retaliation is too great.
Here's another one of my stories from when I lived in Mexico City. This time, I myself am the protagonist. This happened when I was 18 years old, during the summer before I moved to the United States for college. I spent that summer hanging out with my friends, partying, drinking, and the like. It was very fun. After one of those nights of heavy drinking, I woke up in my buddy's house at around noon and headed straight home. I had a pounding headache and the sun's hard rays blurred my vision, dazzled me as I got off the bus and walked a few blocks between the bus stop and my house. No one was home except our maid, Carmen. I entered and lied down on the first couch I saw. I started drifting into a Morpheus embrace when I was woken up by the phone ringing. Carmen answered, and about a minute later came to give me the phone. I could see in her eyes that something was not right. Her hand was shaking as she handed me the handset. I think someone has la senora, she said in a tiny voice. What? I said, incredulous as I put the phone to my ear. On the line was a woman screaming in agony. I couldn't understand what she was saying. She was mostly screaming and crying and something about a finger. And all I could think was, fuck, they've got my mom. The woman's scream stopped and suddenly a man was on the line who said in a threateningly calm voice, We've got your mom. We've already cut off one of her fingers. At this point, my vision came all black with rage and anguish. I started to lose my grip on reality. Do you guys have any idea how it feels like to know that your mother, the woman who has been there for you all your life, is being tortured in some dark room somewhere in the largest city in the world? Hope you never find out. The man demanded money, and I didn't have any. I frantically searched my parents' bedroom for a hidden stash of cash, anything. The guy kept saying that he would kill her if I didn't have any, and I kept pleading to the man to wait until my father gets home. He has money. At that point, I was in tears, living some of the worst moments of my life, when all of a sudden, I heard the door of my house open, and with unfathomable relief, I heard the sweet, angelic voice of my mother as she yelled at my dad to grab something from the car. I ran downstairs and hugged her so hard. What happened? How did you escape? I then yelled, Chinga tu madre puto! into the handset and hung up. The guy tried calling again right away, but we just hung up. Turns out, I was the victim of a scam that had just become common in Mexico where people would call random phones and pretend to have kidnapped a family member. They asked for you to meet them somewhere immediately and bring cash for ransom, saying they will kill or keep torturing the victim until you give them what they want. A lot of people like myself get so freaked out and confused that they don't think it through and just end up giving away their cash. Be safe out there.